0: Cool. God. 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 Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 328 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. All right, now let's get to today's question from Luca. Hi, Pat. It's Luca from Ireland here. How are you? Thanks for everything you do. Uh, I have a question for you. Let's say you are building a new website and you are looking for a domain name that contains only specific keywords, but this domain name has already been taken. What is the best practice for finding a very similar domain name containing the same keywords? Would you use dash or dot or underscore? Thanks, Pat, for everything you do. Bye. Hey, Luca. Thank you so much for this question. And it's funny because if you asked me this question a couple years ago, it would be very easy to tell you that, um, you know, you should really, really focus on getting it right with the keywords in your domain. But here we are in 2015. And really the overall thought in the industry is you shouldn't really care about if there are keywords in the domain name. I mean, the keywords help in terms of helping your audience understand what the site is about, but just think about it. There are a lot of sites out there that you probably use when if you were to just think about the domain name itself, it wouldn't necessarily describe what that site is about. It is more of a brandable term such as Twitter or even sites that we know like ViperChill. I mean, what is a ViperChill? But a lot of us know ViperChill.com is Glenn Alsop's website where he talks about viral marketing and things like that. A good friend of the Smart Passive Income blog, actually. Um, I think it was episode three of the Smart Passive Income podcast, uh, Glenn was. But the thing is, a lot has changed. And Google back, uh, I think it was last year, actually, almost a year ago today, they made a change in the weight that a website would receive if there were keywords in the domain name, essentially wiping out all of that. And I found an article that I had read a long time ago, uh, a year ago actually, not a long time ago. But in terms of SEO, it is kind of a long time ago. Uh, But this is on nichepursuits.com by Spencer Hawes, a good friend of the blog as well and also creator of Longtail Pro, which is the keyword research tool that I uh, typically recommend nowadays. He has a post called Goodbye Exact Match Domains, Hello Brandable Websites. And he's been experimenting with this, and he prefers where SEO is headed in this way where, yes, you still want to continue to do keyword research. I mean, he even mentions this here. He says, "Uh, now I just focus on keyword research. Once I find a great keyword, I really don't care what domains are available. I come up with a brandable-sounding domain and register it. And he lists a number of reasons why this is actually better. Uh, It sounds less spammy. It's a shorter URL, typically, if you can get a .com it's, it's a lot easier to get a .com for sort of a clever name. It's more memorable, and that's a big one for me, actually. I mean, if you want to build a long-term business and something that gets spread around, having one of these brandable names that doesn't necessarily have three or four or five keywords in the domain name is going to be really helpful for you. Uh, you know, It's going to be more authoritative if you have a brandable site and less sort of over-optimized and less sort of just like everybody else out there. Uh, you know, Google is again isn't giving much preference to exact match domains. So, you know, why why do it? Now, there are still some a little bit of weight in it in terms of you know the uh, if somebody were to link to the site that you have, and there are exact match domain keywords or exact match keywords in your domain, then they could perhaps link to it with the anchor text that matches that, which does help a little bit. But honestly, it is not worth. Um, you know, fighting for a com if the com is not being used. But there are still some things you can do if you are truly set on a domain name, or maybe it's a brandable domain with a com that is already taken, but you want to, you know, use it still. Um, first of all, make sure you can use it. You don't want to use somebody else's brand that's trademarked and things like that. And just because it's not in the trademark office or in the patent search on the United States, uh, P, you know, USPTO.gov um you still want to be careful if, if you're going to use it just because it's not there doesn't mean you can't use it i mean there's first use and and all those kinds of things to worry about so je- definitely check with a professional or a lawyer or an attorney to make sure that you can use it but if it's a brandable one that you know is you know you can use but maybe the .com is being used you know here's here's what i would recommend i would use first a modifier this is before using a .net or .co or .org or another sort of a domain extension i, w- I would use a modifier for instance yes i do have a number of different sites out there that do have exact match domains. And here's an example of a modifier, securityguardtraininghq.com, HQ for headquarters. Or it might be uh, mysecurityguardtraining.com or best or, you know, whatever that modifier is, even at the, whether it's at the beginning or the end of a domain. But again, even just saying those out loud now, it does seem like this is, not where it's headed it's headed toward more um interesting clever domain names that are brandable and again that's really really important but those modifiers do work if you know that's what that's if you really wanted something that was taken and you wanted to still use it in some way shape or form i would use a mod- modifier a short one at the beginning or the end i would then use second priority would be if the .com is taken to use the .net .net works just fine and as long as again you brand it that way and people know to use it, it's not going to be that big of a loss for you to not use the .com. There's a lot of .dotnets out there that are great. Zenhabits.net by Len Babauta. There is ProBlogger.net. Those are two of the top blogs in the world that are using .net, so it can be done, yes. Uh, and there's a lot of .cos and .orgs out, uh, out there as well. Then, if that's not possible, uh, then either you might want to find another domain name to use or no, you know, the dashes work fine as well. Don't use dots or underscores. I don't think you can use those in domain names, actually. You can use them in domain extensions, for instance, after the root domain. But as far as the root domain itself, the dash would be the only one that you would be able to use. And entrepreneurs-journey.com is one that comes to mind. A site by Yaro Starak, who was a big influence to me when I first started out back in 2008 as well. Now, I will say it's a little bit kind of an inconvenience to say the dash in the middle or the hyphen. So whenever I say at site, entrepreneur's journey, I always have to say entrepreneurs-journey.com, which is a little bit confusing for people and it just adds that extra thing that you know definitely you don't want to do. So yeah, keep that in mind, but uh, again, the keywords in the domain aren't necessarily as important as they used to be if if at all. And definitely go with a brandable domain name and something that people can really memorize and spread the word about and that'll help you get the most success down the road. So hopefully that helps out Luca. Thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. As a result of having your question featured here on the show, we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt. So look out for an email from my assistant in the next week or two to collect your information for that. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, head on over to askpat.com and You can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much for listening in today. I really appreciate your time. And as always, I like to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Jack Welch. He says, change before you have to. Cheers. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Sometimes if he's hasn't gone to the bathroom or something. Anyway, I don't know. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset